0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide. With loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. And by the Committee of 100 for the Ozark Folk Center, preserving Ozark folk culture since 1974 through music roots, craft apprenticeships, and the Heritage Herb Garden. Learn more at (laughs) OFC100.org.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week we'll feature Hammer dulcimer prodigy, singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and Ozark original Ben Hagwood, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Our producer Jeff Glover offers an archival recording of Ozark original Janice Huff, and writer Aubrey Atwater examines nonsense lyrics in traditional songs. That's this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Ben Hagwood is an Ozark original, hailing from the tiny hamlet of Potosi, Missouri, near the heart of the Mark Twain National Forest. Although a relative newcomer to the competitive world of hammered dulcimer playing, Ben has left his mark on the art form both as a player and a composer. Since becoming a regular Ozark Folk Center performer as a teen, he's voraciously absorbed all the traditional folk music he could and collected many friends along the way.
0: young man in an old person's world yes so to speak tell me about that
2: well it's definitely different because you know being a young person where the average age i would say is fairly older 60 and above you get a lot of like are you serious you get a lot of get a lot of answers like that and um it's a good thing though it's a good compliment whenever they say that because it means that you're you're doing it right and i i do hope that you know as a future comes that more young people will take it up, because it is a really, really fun instrument, the dulcimer is, and, and it's really not too popular right now. But if the younger generation just takes it up, I think it would be really, really, really great. I mean, there's definitely a, like, oh, this guy's young, he, he's maybe a little bit immature, but I was I was taught uh, from a really good foundation. My teacher is Janice Huffett. She's teaching here as well. And so you, you kind of show those foundational skills, and then they... There's a there's a sense of respect there, you know. Basically if you can keep time, you're good. <laughs>
0: There is a lineage of instruction between all three of the four hammered dulcimer instructors here this year. And that's uh, Rick Thumb taught Janice and Janice taught you. So it's neat to see that there is a direct lineage and all you guys are in Missouri too. Am I right on that?
2: Yes, sir. We're only yeah. about, I would say an hour and a half away from each other. And, you know, I get to stand on the shoulders of giants and Rick is one of them and Janice is another. So I started on their shoulders. And then whoever comes next will start on my shoulders. And that's just how you start a generation of really good dulcimer players. You know, Rick taught Janice, Janice taught me. And so there's a lot of corresponding technique that we use. There's, of course, differences, but, but it really is nice that whenever you have that generational teaching, it all corresponds, and it is passed on. And I'm just so honored to be a part of it. And I'm very thankful that I got the opportunity to be taught by Janice and that she was put in my life to be my teacher because it was a rare opportunity. Well, so my dad's a pastor, and we went to a really small church, and it's just a small white church out in the country. And the first Sunday we were there, two people walk in, a husband and a wife, and one's carrying a guitar, and one's carrying this weird-looking instrument, and she pulls it Looks out like of the case. Looks
0: a or something. You're yes. like, what the heck
2: is it? I'm like, it's just a really giant auto harp, swelled-up auto harp. And she takes it out, and she starts playing. And I remember being just so mesmerized by the sound and by her movement with the instrument. A lot of people, whenever they see me play, they're like, You dance when you play. And I go, I was taught that way. And I just loved it. From the very first time I saw it and heard it, I knew it's something I wanted to play. But I didn't play it initially. My sister actually, who's a musician, she took it up first. And then she went off to pursue a career in midwifery. And so she left it in the room. And one day, some friends came over and we just started peddling around with it. And I, I learned uh, Be Thou My Vision. It was the first song I learned. And then from there, I played it for Janice, and she goes, I think you might have something. So um, we put together a medley of old-time tunes, and old-time music is my favorite type of music. And old-time fiddle tunes are something that we love and something that here at the Ozark Folk Center, uh, it's, a, it's a tradition. It's an honor to play on this stage. And so we put together a bunch of different old-time tunes, some of our favorite ones, and it kind of encapsulate that old-time sound it's awesome to look at that sign and to play it so we're going to we're going to do this old time medley for you
0: So she saw a sort of a natural ability in you right then.
2: I, I think so. Uh, uh, she may have thought I was crazy, <laughs> but I, I think so. I hope so. And, uh, and so she introduced me to Mountain View. She's the reason, her and her husband Spike, they're both my mentors when it comes to music, along with other people, but they were the main ones that, that offered me the opportunity to come here and to compete. Miss Janice would you know, coach me six months before the competition happened. And the competitions really sharpened the axe, so to say, for me, and and I, I I would not be where I am today without the two
0: of them. I want to say it's been. I think I remember the first time you came here was maybe four or five years ago.
2: 2016 was my first year. I'd been playing a year. Before. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, think. I think if I'm thinking
0: right, yes, sir. So that's longer than five years. It's so about six. I just years did the math on my fingers. It's about six years. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you mentioned coming to Mountain View. I mean, this has really been a pool for you, first and foremost, musically. Definitely. Uh, because there's a lot of people your age here that play the kind of music you like. And then secondly, you develop some great friends here.
2: Oh, totally. I mean, I would say I have some really great friends back in Missouri. Of course. And uh, they are musicians, but they don't play the same type of music. And here, there's a certain friendship that comes with the ability to play music together. It's a camaraderie. It's an atmosphere that is very rare. And that is why people love it here, is because of the music. It's the heart of the town. And that's certainly why I love it here. And that's why I have friendships here. And I am very, very blessed to know people like Kaylee Speaks and her family. The McCools are fantastic. Just. Really, I mean, honestly, you name a name, and we just said yes to everybody that you just named because they are so good.
1: Ozark hammered dulcimer master Ben Hagwood. In that first set, we heard Ben play the Cherokee Shuffle, followed by an old Civil War tune, Seneca Square Dance. That interesting sound towards the end of that tune was Ben playing fiddle sticks on Kaylee Speaks' fiddle. Ben and Kaylee were then joined by their friend Duane Porterfield on Mountain Dulcimer for Red is the Rose. Next we heard a medley of traditional fiddle tunes, and the set ended with a great old traditional Irish tune, the Swallowtailed Jig. It's time for a short break. When we come back, Let's head down to the vault for a visit with Jeff Glover. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Like I told you earlier, it's about that time to head down to the vault and see what Jeff Glover's up to. I got a question for him, too, so let's go down and see him. Hello, Dave. Hi, Jeff. Well, you're looking good these days. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working hard. Yeah, I see you got it kind of cleaned up down here. I'm I'm working all the time. It's a constant thing, isn't it? That's right. It's a constant battle. Yeah. 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 You know, thinking this week about hammered dulcimers, Mm-hmm. Um, what, what sort of hammered dulcimer music do you have down here? You know, I was just listening to a hammered dulcimer tune.
3: Uh, this one is a tune called Back of the Moon which is an original tune written by uh, a woman who's uh, very influential in the hammered dulcimer community named
1: Janice Huff. Oh, yeah, Janice. Uh, she's from, uh, I think, St. Clair up in Franklin County, Missouri. I believe that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah she's a she's an educator. She is a performer. Um, I think her and her husband, Spike, operate a venue up there where wow. they have old-time jams and teach, pe- teach people how to play these instruments. Yeah, yeah,
1: and she comes down here occasionally for our dulcimer events.
3: She was here recently, as a matter of yeah. fact. As an instructor,
1: the, I think. Exactly.
3: exactly. Yeah. She's also a, a pretty big influence on one of our better, younger hammer dulcimer players,
1: Ben Haguewood. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the name of this tune again? It's called Back of the Moon. Ooh, let's hear it. All right. That's a great tune, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, anything nice. in a minor key, i tell you. I just love those spooky minors. They sound so good.
3: Yeah, especially with that hammered dulcimer. It's a, it's a, it's a neat, interesting texture with that. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'll bet that was her husband, Spike, probably accompanying her on... Guitar. Yep, Spike on guitar. And who do you think that was on the bass? I'm almost sure that's Gresham McMillan. Yeah, mind. it would probably be Gresham. He's our stock bass player, isn't yeah, he? He's the, he's the,
3: yeah, he's the bass
1: player around here. Yeah. I'm sure, almost sure that's him. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Jeff. That was nice to hear that great minor tune.
3: You bet you, David. Janice, Huff, and Spike doing Back of
1: the Moon. Thanks a lot, man. See you next week. You bet. Let's take some time now to hear some more good music from this week's featured artist, Ben Hagwood. Ben has been in more than a few bands over the years, but his partnership with champion old-time fiddler Kaylee Speaks stands out as most enduring. The duo make up two-fifths of the band Taller Than You and all of the band Blackberry Summer. Possessing a seemingly inexhaustible desire to create, both separately and together, Ben and Kaylee have explored multiple instruments, musical styles, and even songwriting. Here are a few of their original songs.
4: the color of the rain where you are today does it still fall the same way does it fall upon your skin softly as that I wanted you to stay If I'd have called you
2: Evening, we're going to be performing here at the Folk Center, and we're going to add a lot of those songs that we've written. And I think sometimes too too much of a good thing is too much. So we take a break from hammered dulcimer and fiddle, and and we do something a little different. We'll do some original music, and I'll be playing guitar, and she'll be playing bass, and there's some great harmony in it. And so it's it's a it's a step away from the old time and more into a, you know more contemporary. And I love writing music. Kaylee and I have written a few songs together, and we've written songs separately. And I, I enjoy writing music for my family. And there's a tradition now. I wrote a song in Kaylee and I wrote a song for my cousin's wedding. And it was their first dance song, their wedding music. And so my sister got married in August. And so I had to write a song for her. So I'm just waiting for the next one, and i write another song.
0: (laughs) You're on the hook for all this now. It's a tradition.
2: Yes. And so, yes, I enjoy writing music, and we're working it into this set, because it's a lot of fun. It's a palate cleanser from the old time. Sure.
4: Shut Saddle-
0: Now you're homeschooled does that make it for a little bit easier to relate to other kids of other ages or adults as opposed to when you're in high school and Absolutely. you seem to have matured a little bit quicker than other kids
2: i i know that there's a lot of stigma that comes with homeschooling certainly about you know waking up in your pajamas and going to <laughs> eating cereal um but my mom and dad were always really really careful about not letting that happen and so whenever we'd get to an age where we were maybe struggling socially, they would they would really push us to do something to get out of our shell. For me, that was music. Mm-hmm. You know, I had the ability to do it with Miss Janice, and they were very supportive of it for that reason. And so that's definitely something that's helped me mature is having to be on stage and perform, and you have to talk. And as someone who uh, still is not great at talking on stage, I've gotten better at it. <laughs> you do a great job. It's It really does help you try to relate to the audience. But yes, I think being homeschooled has, I w- again, I wouldn't be here today or be the person I am without my upbringing and being homeschooled.
1: Three original songs written and performed by Ben Hagwood and Kaylee Speaks Color of the Rain, Crossover, and Second Chance. After this short break, renowned traditional folk musician, writer, and step dancer Aubrey Atwater examines nonsensical lyrics in traditional songs. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. This week, our friend from far off Rhode Island discusses some pretty crazy traditional songs. Here's Aubrey Atwater.
5: Hi, said the little leather wing bat, I'll tell you the reason that, the reason that I fly in the night is because I've lost my heart's delight. Howdy-dowdy-diddle-um-day. Howdy-dowdy-diddle-um-day. diddle um day, da, um day, da, um day fall do
6: That was folk singer Bill Staines singing the ancient English song Leatherwing Bat with its delightful chorus of gibberish. In this segment, we look at nonsense in folk songs, whether it is made-up words, contradictory and silly verses, or lyrics that have become garbled through oral transmission. The idea of making up syllables in songs is ancient and appeals to the human desire to play, challenge, and include. The concept, sometimes called non-lexical vocables, can be heard in singing all over the world. In this next song, we learn that avoiding specific language can be unifying. This intertribal piece is associated with the American Indian Movement and can be heard at protests and powwows with the intention of joining people together in common cause and ethos. French-Canadian-Quebecois group Le Vent du Nord sings tralute, which is similar to mouth music or lilting in Celtic music, and trawl in Scandinavian music. Here is a bit of La Marche des Iroquois. You also get a feel for the beautiful French-Canadian call-response singing form, sometimes referred to as chanson répondre.
4: Hey, I day,
6: Next, Arkansas ballad singer Almeida Riddle sings a variant of the 16th-century English song Frog Went A Courtin' in 1959 with its wonderful, unique nonsense chorus.
5: Now a frog went a courtin' and he did ride Her hops by Mr. Gamble Had a sword and a pistol buckled at his side Her hops by Mr. Gamble
6: Sometimes even nonsense gets garbled and varied. Here's another version of Frogwenna Courtin' from singer Otis Byrd, also in Arkansas in the late 1950s. It's a reminder that the same folk song can vary from home to home, community to community.
5: Roll you in a coordinated ride and ralabala ring. Ton kaimon to the Miss Mousey by his side and ralla bala ring. Tum kaim caimon kero captain c roll bomb and e she caymon simonica bombabala ring tum kaymon Where will the weddin' supper be
6: The beloved song Wildwood Flower recorded by the Carter family in nineteen twenty eight is thought to be derived from the song I'll Twine Mid the Ringlets, published in 1860. Wildwood Flower had undergone what we think of as the folk process by the time the Carter family recorded it. See if you can make out the lyrics here and what it is about. Mabel Carter said in 1963, it is a half-remembered song passed along by word of mouth from one generation to the next without the aid of the written text, keeping the sounds of some arcane words while losing their meaning or pronunciation.
5: It's uh, my grandmother knew Wildwood Flower and uh, I, I believe in one time or other I think some of the words have kind of gotten mixed up till they're supposed to be something else where they've got, because they don't make too much sense in a few places, you know, in the song. And I believe that they have just misunderstood. Next, we listen to a bit of intentional
6: semantic nonsense with Oh, Susanna, a minstrel song written by Stephen Foster, mid 19th century, and sung here by James Taylor in 1970. The lyrics are contradictory, intending to delight and entertain.
4: Well, I come from Alabama with my banjo on my knee. And I'm bound for Louisiana, my own true love for the sea. It did rain all night the day I left. The weather was bone dry. The sun was so hot I froze myself. Suzanne, don't you go on and cry. I said, oh, Susanna, now don't you cry for me As I come from Alabama with this banjo on my knee
6: We finish with traditional lullaby, Kitty Alone, sung here by Gene Ritchie in 1957, with its chorus of nonsense. I'm not sure the other lyrics make much sense either, it's the kind of lovely and playful song where you can easily make up new words. Toe, incidentally, likely refers to flax.
4: Saw a crow a-flying low, kitty alone, kitty alone. Saw a crow a-flying low, kitty alone alive. Saw a crow a-flying low, and a cat a-spinning toe. Kitty alone alive.
1: Thanks, Aubrey. Let's close out our show this week with some more good tunes played on the hammered dulcimer by Ben Hagwood, starting with his original song, The Man in Overalls.
2: So my grandpa passed away a few years ago, and I wanted to write a song to commemorate him. And my grandpa always wore overalls, and I just thought back to childhood memories at my grandparents' house, and and here's here's what I came up with. (laughs)
4: There's a feeling I recall and know so well. Tree lines, navy skies, and summer air. It all comes back to me as I. Still I love it more Every time I step through the old back door Listen and you'll hear the pines Growing strong and tall The only thing that's missing Is the man in overalls I can still smell the chimney smoke Blowing in the wind as I walked home from hours and hours of play pretend. Now what I wouldn't get to hear my puppy's voice again. I'm going back to that old house. It's the place that I've been. Times before, still I love it more every time I step through the old back door listen and you'll hear the pines growing strong and tall the only thing that's missing is the man in overalls as I walk toward grown for, a tear hits my cheek, then I start to think, I'm glad I came back to this old house, it's a place that I've been many times before, still I love it more, every time I step through the old back door and in you'll hear the pines growing strong and tall. The only thing that's missing is the man in overalls.
2: We do practice, and being so far away, there's not a lot of time to practice. Mm-hmm. I get here, and most of the time, there's something every single day of every single minute I'm here because we want to fill it, and we don't have a ton of time to practice, so we roll with what we get, and what we get is usually uh, different because uh, we are have we do have younger energy, and we do have a kind of an idea in our heads of what we're going to do, and whenever we're playing in a big band like Taller Than You, Kaylee and I are in a band called Taller Than You, and we're also in a duo called Blackberry Summer. And so the duo is much different. We have more set arrangements. But for Taller Than You, we can literally look at each other at different points in time, and we'll make the arrangement on the spot. Yeah. And, you know, I may look at Kaylee, and she'll take it, and then she'll look at me halfway through, and I'll take it. And then I might toss it to a dobro, or I might toss it to a guitar, or banjo, or something. And people enjoy that, those looks and that kind of onstage presence that, oh, they really don't know what they're doing, but it kind of sounds pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, it's the
0: spontaneity that, that makes it fun.
4: Lived with
2: know if music will ever be the professional capacity for me i love it i absolutely love it it's always going to be in my life but as a career i'm still trying to figure that out and i'm still trying to figure out what i want to do i have a great idea of what i want to do but which is which is if i tell you i'll probably change it so i won't even say (laughs) okay fair enough and uh i'm always going to play music if it works out that's great but there's a backup plan I think if I did music as a professional career all the time, for me, i get burnt out pretty easily. And so I want to play it safe and I want to just do music because I love it. But music will always be something I do. I'll always take gigs, I'll always perform with friends, and I just, I want to do it because I love it. And it's, it's a hard thing if you do it for a living. Uh, but I know a lot of people that have done it and they do very well at it. I just don't know if it's for me, but I love music enough that I will always play it. I'll I'll always come to festivals like this. If you offer me another teaching job, I will take it.
1: We've been listening this week to Missouri hammered dulcimer player, Ben Hagwood. Ben finished our show with his song, the man in overalls, then a song by the great Ola Bell Reed from 1974, I've Endured. And he closed out with a rousing traditional fiddle tune, glory in the meeting house. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more good music from the Ozarks. This is your host, Dave Smith. Have a great week.
5: Ozark Highlands radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton.